right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast on Savvy Sages. This is our second podcast, and I'm Dr. Anila from Chicago. We also have Dr. Joe with us from Toronto. And um, I wanted to let you guys know and remind you, this is a podcast dedicated to health and wellness, especially for healthcare workers, although it is really open for everyone, so anyone can join. Uh, every week we'll have a different topic followed by the following week we'll have a zoom session where you can actually come join us and tell us a little bit more about what you what you've been experiencing with the topics that we've talked about so we can discuss them in a little bit more detail and really just learn together and grow together while we're doing this just as a reminder this is not in in place of any kind of healthcare. Um, this is not any healthcare advice or any medical advice so if anything is going on you should definitely seek to see a doctor and we'll jump right into it. So Dr. Joe, do you mind telling us about what our topic is today? Absolutely, Ani, thank you so much. Uh, so yeah, the topic of today is uh, the art of letting go. Um, and I feel like it's a very timely topic given that we are coming to the end of the year. Um, and so when we often think about letting go, where does our mind usually go? Um, I think for many of us, the first area that we feel we need to let go of is uh, often in the aspect of relationships, right? But as we're going to talk about today, there are so many aspects of letting go that permeate so many areas of our life that we can kind of further delve into. So it's not just relationships, it's not just social aspects, um, but letting go of other aspects of life, including um, our mistakes, including certain maybe career trajectories, uh, certain dreams. And on a more broad level, perhaps even letting go of aspects of ourselves as a means of growth and a means of evolution. Right? How about yourself, Ani? What does uh, letting go mean to you? Yeah, I think letting go is something we're doing every minute, uh, every hour, um, every year of our life. We can't grow without letting go of something else. So letting go of grudges, sometimes I think letting go of grudges we have against ourselves where we weren't able to show up in a perfect way, errors like you were just describing. Um, letting go of even really good things. Sometimes we always think of letting go as always something where we have to let go of something negative. But um, I remember in college, I went to University of Michigan, Go Blue. Um, it turns out Joe and I both have a Go Blue um, dedication here. But um, in college, I, I really loved my experience and I didn't want to let go of that. So even things that, even though I was going to med school, which is what I wanted, sometimes you don't want to let go of things, but we want to actually be able to go on to the next thing that's going to be really good for us as well. And you can't do that. We have to be able, willing to let go of even good or bad things in order to grow or move on to the next thing. So yes, letting go, I think, is a constant in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I too uh, tend to let, I tend to hold on to certain aspects of my life. In, very, in a very fond light, uh, but that can also kind of prevent me from moving forward. So for me personally, um, it's residency. So I did residency um, in Michigan as well, and I absolutely loved it. I loved all my peers, my co-residents, the faculty, the hospital, everyone, like everyone involved in the hospital setting. Um, and I still, you know, wake up, you know, every now and then I'd be like, oh man, these were the best days of my life, right? And, um, on a subconscious level, I, I guess I look back on it and sometimes I internalize that those were the best days. And I think that can also be a detriment, right? Which is something that we will talk a little bit more today. But um, like like you said, Ani, even the good aspects of our life, you know, if we hold on to it for too long, it can be a detriment to us moving forward, right? And that's something that we are going to uh, delve into a little bit today as well. 
And uh, one thing that we've spoken about before was, I think it's really important to recognize that for all of us, uh, letting go can be a very, very hard thing, right? Um, whether it be professionally as well. Um, so I guess, for example, um, I'll give an example of something that I had difficulty letting go of recently. Um, I had a family of patients that I've come to really, really uh, like and establish a great professional relationship with. Um, and I've watched them grow over the last couple of years. And recently, uh, they asked me about transferring over their records to a new doctor. And internal, like for me in that moment, I, I felt a sense of hurt because I tended to internalize. And I, I immediately thought, you know, what did I do wrong? You know, I thought we had this great relationship. I thought that, you know, we were going to, you know, watch, you know, watch the family grow together and, and continue to take care of them for, for many more years. Um, and so that's immediately where my mind went to. And then when I actually spoke uh, to the family, spoke to the parents, they let me know that they're actually moving uh, two hours away from Toronto. And um, it made sense for them to find a doctor that is, of course, closer to them because you know, who wants to travel two hours for their doctor, right? Um, and so that moment with that clarity and with that communication, I was able to understand the situation better and it allowed me to let go a lot more easily. But I think it's interesting that I tended to jump to a very negative place um, and see where I potentially went wrong when it comes to letting go of a particular aspect of my practice. So that was just a recent example that I experienced recently. No, I think it's um, it's actually very healthy in many ways to reflect back on when there's something that pops up to think back to what could I have done differently? I think that's a really important part and it sounds like that's the first thing you did. I think probably the letting go piece of it is how attached do we get to that? And I wonder if a lot of mm -hmm. a lot of with letting go, it's about blame. Either we're blaming ourselves because we should have done something different or we're blaming someone else because they should have done something different. And I think the more we're able to reflect on it, but then be able to say, okay, now that I have a slightly better understanding of this, or I've acknowledged that I could have done this differently, um, then we, we should, you know, then letting go of it, which it sounds like you did eventually, you were able to let go and not just stay there and keep beating yourself up. And it helps to know that it wasn't something that you did that was wrong as the main reason for it, the person was just moving. But I think it can be very healthy to just reflect without staying and getting stuck in that. Right, absolutely. And um, it's going to be different for each person. Right. So I think one thing that Anila and I wanted to emphasize was um, each person is on their own journey when it comes to letting go of things. Right. Um, it can be very, very easy for certain people. It can be also be very, very hard uh, for certain people. And in many ways, it depends on how important that aspect of your life was was to you. So, for example, it may be really easy to um, give up a relationship or move on and let go of a relationship that was maybe two weeks or two months compared to a relationship that lasted for 20 years, whether that be a, remote, or a romantic or a professional relationship or a casual relationship, right? Um, I think it's really important that we validate that, right? Um, and validate and um, allow people to understand that you're on your own journey. It's, it's just a matter of making sure that you're on that path of letting go for your, for your own self, right? Um, I really love that. I think the idea of thinking of letting go as a process instead of feeling just yeah. frustrated that you're not able to get to where exactly it is that um, you might be. Uh, I might invite anyone who's listening to, to reflect and ask yourself, do you feel like there's been any progress you've made in being able to let go of things? Are there some things that you let go of easier than other things? 
do you find that everything is really hard to let go of? And that might help kind of also look into what um, the underlying issue might be in terms of why letting go can be really difficult. Is it specifically in relationships? Is it career? Did you think you would have a specific career and now it doesn't look that way? And letting go of that idea. I know I had this actually when I was um, growing up, I always thought that I would be this very specific physician. And in my head, I always thought in my, you know, I, I always had this idea that it would be this person who always put their hand on the patient's like shoulder and was just comforting them. And, you know, the patient was excited that I was able to help them. And I had this very clear image of what a doctor, what it means to be a doctor. And I now have found over many years that that, that isn't really realistic. And you can't be there sometimes to sit with a patient for an hour when they're, when they're going through uh, rough times as well. And I think I have to let go of that, um, that idea of what it means to be a physician in order to be able to actually be a physician in the way that our current healthcare system allows us to be a physician. And I have to admit, that's something I've grappled with a lot is how do I make that transition from what I, the kind of doctor I exactly that I thought I would be. So, and sometimes that takes time, but, um, but yeah, I invite everyone to think about what it is that they had an idea of. This is exactly how this is supposed to play out and how is it playing out and where along that way are we able to potentially let go of things? Absolutely. I think it's important that you brought up your, your dream of how you want to be as a physician, right? Because naturally, as you go through your career, as you go through life, circumstances change, things change, right? Um, even as a physician, for example, um, you know, as your practice gets more and more busy, um, the amount of time that you could spend with the patient differs as well, right? Um, and sometimes that will result in changes in your practice and your practice roster. Sometimes those patients may leave to find a doctor that maybe better suits their needs, right? And so again, it, it, you will we will have to eventually um, come to the point where we have to learn to let go. So I think that I think it's good that you brought that up because it is kind of a natural process, absolutely. And I think yeah, also. So, Oh, it's, yeah. I think also as physicians yeah. in general or people in healthcare in general, I think that a lot of us get attached to perfectionism. And so we think mm-hmm. that we have be able to have everything exactly a certain way. And I think some of our letting go actually leads to, or um, actually is attachment to certainty, attachment to um, familiarity, attachment to be, ha- feeling like we have some control over what we already know and wanting to stay there. So there's all of those aspects that I think we sometimes have to explore that end up making running mm-hmm. a little bit harder. Um, so anyone who is having a hard time letting go, just know that it, you know we, we really validate it. It can be very difficult to let go of all kinds of different things in your life. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's important to be around people that are non-judgmental when it comes to that, right? Um, sometimes, you know, we do have to hear, we do need to hear what needs to be said, right? And we'll talk a little bit more about that, but uh, yes, absolutely. It is important to surround yourself in an environment that allows you to move at your own pace and allows you to heal and, and, and move forward. Um, so you brought up a, a really good point, Ani, in terms of, uh, you know, why is it that we it, it is so hard to let go, right? Why are we so wired to hold on to things and create these attachments? Uh, why can't we just be like, oh, you know what, like a, like a computer, like, okay, this process is deleted, move on. Why is that so hard? Yeah, and I think that one of the things to remember is that it's not always exactly our fault. I mean, you know, we have to take responsibility for things, but not everything is necessarily our fault. And that even the way that the brain, our our human psyche works and the way that the brain's physiology is over many years, um, we've actually been adapted 
two have a, an aversion to loss. So even in behavioral economics, when people have studied this, they've actually found that the amount of joy somebody would get from receiving or winning $100 is not nearly as big as the amount of maybe sadness or anger, frustration or fear they have of losing $100 that they already have. And so there's something to the way that the brain processes loss where it feels much, much, much heavier than the potential gain of something that could be even equivalent. And so some of it is just the way that our, like you've said, our brains are just wired. And um, and I think that, again, it kind of goes back maybe to familiarity and maybe certainty and some of these things that we kind of like want to hang on to from the way that we've evolved over many years. Absolutely. I, there's definitely a survival aspect to it, right? So we tend to, for most of us, we tend to thrive with a sense of stability, with a sense of assurance, right? None of us ever want to go to sleep and then wake up the next morning and be like, where do I live? Or, you know, what kind of job do I have? Allowing us to have that stability um, allows us to plan for the next day and plan for the next aspect of our life. So I believe that's really important to recognize as well, that attachment is there um, as a survival mechanism. And so that may often, you know, that often makes things very hard in terms of letting go. Um, so, for example, let's let's move towards more of a relationship example, right? A relationship with a significant or romantic interest. Um, over time, you tend to develop and build a sense of trust, and there's a certain sense of stability there. And so, naturally, for many of us, we tend to perhaps um, envision or dream or daydream about a certain future. And I feel like when we think about those things, oftentimes we subconsciously maybe plan our lives according to it. Right, and we may be working towards it, and suddenly, when for whatever reason it doesn't work out or things change, um, we get scared because we've attached our future to something that doesn't necessarily involve us, right? And I think it's important to recognize that that may not necessarily be helpful, right? What are your thoughts on that, Anila? Yeah, I think it's very natural to start thinking about um, next steps, especially with someone if you have um, whatever that next steps might look like, but especially with someone who you trust and you care about and you see as being part of your life. Um, I think it's a very natural thing that many people, most of us probably do. But at the same time, I think if it does not work out, I think it's really important to grieve that future. I think it's really important to actually acknowledge the fact that it wasn't only about this person, but it was sort of this future that sort of you never will have with this person. And I think um, being honest with yourself about that and um, allowing yourself to feel all of those feelings and really say, you know, that part with this specific person, it sucks. And um, having to go through the motions of basically killing that dream, I think is something that is a really important part of healing and actually being able to move on as well. Yeah, absolutely. And even switching it over to a professional setting, um, oftentimes you may be in a particular job or in a particular um, practice group that works well for you in a certain way and you can envision yourself being at that practice for a long time but again things change management may change the patient demographics may change um, and sometimes what you envision for your career may also change and it can be hard to let go of that for certain um, and again it is definitely a process right I love so, that yeah, I think so far is about evolution, though. Again, everything you've said is even if you don't get that part or if you don't, mm -hmm. you know, life doesn't end up looking exactly the way you imagine. It is allowing you to evolve into growing into a different role that might be a better fit for you at that point in time as well. Right. Exactly. And, and I think that's 
Absolutely, an important point. What was great for you yesterday may not necessarily be great for you tomorrow.、Um, and in order to attain that and to attain what's best for you, you have to be willing to、uh, prune those branches, right? In terms of your own your own tree of life, right?、Um, absolutely. Okay.、Uh, so I think that does delve into our next topic,、um, where we discuss the importance of letting go, right?、Um, In your opinion, Anila, why do we need to let go? So we've touched on certain aspects of it.、Um, why do we need to let go? Why is that so important? Yeah, I think without being able to let go, we can't move forward into the life and into the person that we want to be, that we imagine ourselves to be, and to be able to really just do anything else more in life.、Um, you know, there's this sort of cheesy quote that's very true that with every ending, there's a new beginning. And I think that、um, in order to ever approach that new beginning, you do have to allow the other thing to end. Sometimes the ending is something we're resisting, and I'm not saying this is easy by any means. But I think sometimes an ending is something that we're resisting, even in our own heads, even if in reality it has completely ended. And so I think being able to acknowledge and say this is truly something that is ended, working towards acceptance, which doesn't have to be right in the moment, but working towards that acceptance, then will allow for something new to start. So if we, if I stay stuck in college and say no, I really don't want to leave. I really love this college experience. I can't go to med school. You know, I have to allow my college experience to end in order to do something new and different. So in order to get anywhere that you want to get to, I think you do have to、um, allow. For the end of something else and be able to let it go, and also if you are even if you're physically in some other realm, but your mind is still in the previous realm, you're never going to be able to be present. And without being able to be present, I also think that you're not ever going to be able to experience real life. You're still stuck in something from the past. Then, so I think in a in the biggest way, I think it's allowing for growth and evolution, but also just getting rid of feeling stuck with where you were and what you imagine life. Should have been, could have been, would have been. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree. I, I agree absolutely. I think that idea of being in the moment is very very important、um, in terms of letting go. So, not living too far to the future, not dwelling on the past. Understanding that in this moment you have a choice in front of you in terms of moving forward, right?、Um, Holding on to the past can definitely prevent you from moving forward, and I think it, in many ways it is a form of self sabotage, right? So I think one example that I guess I would use for my own life is, for example,、uh, maybe like tests or assignments I've had growing up as a kid, right? All of us always want to do our very best; we want to get the very best grades,、um, but sometimes it doesn't work out. Maybe you've had a bad day on a particular test. Maybe you didn't necessarily do as well on, on an assignment that you thought you would. Um, you know, if if we decide to hold on to that, I think to myself, "Oh man, I did I didn't do as well on this test as I thought I was going to,"、um, and allowing us to internalize that and say, "Oh, maybe I'm not as intelligent or capable、um, as I thought I was," that could bleed into the future. That could affect your future performance.、Um, so,、um, I've got to give a shout out to Kobe Bryant and Mamba Mentality, right?、Um, in terms of you know having that you know almost. I, you know, athletic athletic mentality where you're like, you know what, you're gonna keep shooting over and over and over again, right? You may have had, you might have had a bad game, you might have had a bad day, you might have had a bad patient encounter, you might have had a bad date or a relationship,、um, but allowing yourself to move past that, you know, understand what went wrong, 
and learn from it instead of dwelling on the mistakes and internalizing them can help you move forward in your next encounter, your next relationship, your next game, your next patient encounter, right? I think that's really, really important. And I think it's important to embrace and um, soak in the feelings that you're having in that moment. So pain is going to be inevitable, right? Whenever you have some kind of attachment, um, oftentimes we tend to say, oh, you know, kind of sweep it under the rug, you know, move past it, that's fine. But I think it's important, there's definitely utility to understanding and processing those emotions. Because I feel like that tells you that what you were feeling on some level, maybe not all levels, but on some level, it was genuine, right? And an understanding that I think that's where a lot of us kind of get stuck as well. We may sometimes try to rush the process of letting go and moving forward without allowing ourselves the time to process what happened. Um, I think many of us call this closure, right? Um, and closure is a very tricky word because closure comes in many different forms. But I think one thing that we really need to be mindful of is closure comes from within. I think uh, one thing that we need to stay away from is allowing our closure to come from someone else or something internal. Uh, sorry, something external as opposed to internal. Right? I think you know one of the most important things of letting go from my perspective, you know, in terms of you know, why do we need to let go is um, to give ourselves agency to move forward, to empower ourselves again, right? Because again, sometimes what happens is we tend to um, rely on external factors or give our own happiness, you know, tie our futures to something else or someone else or our practice um, without understanding that we can always start a new, tomorrow's a new day, right? And I think that's a really important thing to understand that that agency um, and the power that we have over our own lives. And I think the process of letting go is one of the most essential lessons we can learn um, in order to truly fulfill our own potentials. Right? Yeah, absolutely. What do you think? Yeah, and I, I love one of the things that you said, and I'm going to invite another question here for people to reflect on: is what is your narrative surrounding this thing that you're having trouble letting go of? Because what I heard you say, Joe, which I really liked and I think is really important, is that a lot of the dif difficulty with letting go is surrounded by um, what our narrative is about that issue. Um, so does that mean that, you know, um, if residency is over, I'm never going to have the same group of friends that I had when I was in residency. I'm never going to have that closeness with other people who really understand what I'm going through. Is it that if a relationship is over, I'm never going to meet someone else that was as wonderful as this person? Is it if you're, you know, if your a job uh, opportunity didn't work out, is it that um, I'm never going to find another job that was as good as this one? And so I think it's the, the narrative that we have in our heads about that issue that ends up also oftentimes preventing us from being able to move on or being able to let go. And then challenging, finding what that is and challenging it, which isn't easy again. I think it's something that can be very difficult, especially because sometimes those are the deeper set beliefs and stuff like that that we have. But being able to challenge that narrative also helps with a lot of what you're saying with having more freedom, being able to have more agency to be, to be able to do the let going process. So one question I'll ask that all of you to reflect on is what is your narrative around certain things that you're having trouble letting go of? Absolutely. Um, continuing on that train of thought, uh, what are your thoughts on forgiveness, right? And how forgiveness ties into the process of letting go. Um, 
for for many of us, again, it does come down to social relationships, right? And oftentimes, naturally, as humans, we tend to uh, blame. We either blame ourselves or we blame the blame the other party, right? This person is why I'm not happy, or this manager is the reason why my practice is not growing, or this policy is not is the reason why I can't you know fully practice as the physician I want to be, right? Um, sometimes it's internal, right? Um, we may say, you know what? I should have been better in that relationship. I should have spent more time. I should have been more caring. Um, I should have been more accommodating. And I think the process of letting go allows us to forgive ourselves, number one, and forgive those around us, right? And I think many of us have heard this uh, the saying before. It's, you know, forgiveness is not necessarily um, accepting what was done to you. It's not validating what was done to you. Instead, it's simply a means of understanding this current situation, understanding the current process, and making the conscious choice to move forward in life, not carrying that with you into the future. Because I think we all we all deserve that. We all deserve that. And sometimes, again, like the mistake is on our part. The mistake may be on the part of another party. But allowing forgiveness to be a part of ourselves and a part of our process of letting go, I think, is something that is very important and very healthy. What, yeah. what do you think, Doctor Mila? Yeah, I, I I also think that on the topic of forgiveness, one thing I found in my own life is, in general, the harder of a time I have forgiving myself, the harder of a time I'll have forgiving others. And when I can be better at forgiving myself for things, the better I'll be for forgiving others. And so, I actually do, in my own experience, I, I personally believe that. Forgiveness has to come for yourself first. You have to be willing to forgive yourself, and then it's easier to forgive others. But we have to find those things we need to forgive ourselves for, because I think a lot of us probably think that we maybe have, but sometimes there's still underlying things that we haven't acknowledged and been able to feel okay with. Because all of us are 100 are imperfect. We're not, you know, there's no one that's ever going to do nothing wrong. So I think the more we can focus on figuring that for ourselves, it becomes a little easier to not feel like you're blaming someone else either. Then. Um, so I kind of believe that the world is a mirror for us to to look into what we're our own relationship with ourselves as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think when we focus on the forgiveness as opposed to the blame, we stop seeing ourselves as victims. And I think that's important, right? Um, you mentioned like I love the word narrative. Like, what is your life narrative? How do you see your narrative evolve? Right. Um, oftentimes, when we you know. When we don't allow ourselves to forgive ourselves and forgive others, I think we tend to victimize ourselves or see ourselves as the victim. And it is incredibly empowering to see yourself as more than that. I mean, I don't think any. I mean, I truly believe none of us have to be victims to our past. Again, like you mentioned, we're all imperfect. We all make mistakes, right?、Um, we don't necessarily have to be defined by them, right? And those mistakes are often multi-layered. They may be. Uh, part, partly due to choices in our from ourselves, and partly due to choices from other people or other parties, right?、Um, but that doesn't have to necessarily define your life. And I think that's something that I think is is very empowering.、Uh, moving past that and and not seeing yourself as a victim, right? Again, allowing yourself to be someone who overcomes and allows tomorrow to be a new day, and the next relationship to be something more, and the next patient encounter to be something more, right? 
And again, it, it is something that can be difficult. So for anyone who is thinking about, well, I know that this person did this to me and, you know, because I know some people have been through really, really traumatic marriages and, and things of that sort as well, or through childhoods that might be difficult. There's just a lot of circumstances in general that have been difficult. Um, it's not to take that away. Again, that's really important that validation is still there. Your feelings are very, very, um, you know, they're, they're real, they're really true. Um, I think it's more about being able to figure out how to get your power back, I think is what you're saying, Joe. Right. And so exactly. uh, it's not that it's easy to necessarily get there, but the more you can get more, uh, all of us probably in some form or another can get disattached to that feeling of victimhood, the more we'll, we'll, we can kind mm -hmm. of get power back for our lives and be able to make changes and grow from there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, absolutely. It's not to downplay what's happened to you. It's more so to see yourself as an empowered agent of your own life. And like anything else, it's a process, right? It's a process for all of us. And I think that's where the discussion and the growth continues to come from. Yeah. Um, what do you think are ways that, I, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, what do you think are ways that people can actually uh, go forward with the steps, the action items that they can do to, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. try to like, Yeah, on? yeah, so I guess, how do we let go, right? If it's so easy, why don't we all do it, right? Um, I, I think for me personally, where I would start off is something that I mentioned earlier, where it's important to take your time, right? Process the emotions, process the feelings, um, and accept them. You know, you may be angry, you may be sad. Understand that and accept it. Don't minimize it, right? And I personally feel when you have a good support system, it, it's, it helps to talk about those feelings, right? To let it out. Don't necessarily internalize them. Talk to, talk to people who uh, you trust and um, who's, who you feel as though is, is betters your life in many ways. So for some of us, that may be family, uh, that may be, you know, a significant other. It could be close friends. Um, in case you may not necessarily have that social support, because, you know, during these times, a lot of us are alone. A lot of us are um, maybe um, distance from people we genuinely care about. There are other options as well. There, there are community counseling options as well. And there's always someone to talk to. I think that's really, really important. You mentioned earlier about grief, you know, being able to talk about your grief, being able to process that grief is, in, you know, is probably the first step in terms of letting go, right? Accepting the situation. Where do you start in terms of letting go in your Yeah, I think it's a, I think the other thing is it's such a, it's a messy road. Um, you know, they have those five stages of grief that people tend to go through. But I think a lot of things will say that you might have a day where you feel awesome about things and you totally feel like you've, you know, come out the other end and you're feeling really great. And then sometimes it can be frustrating because you'll have another day then where you're like angry again and you're, or you're sad again. And it can feel really frustrating that you're, you know, that you're, you're not doing this linear process. And so I think having a lot of compassion for yourself is one of the biggest things when, when you're trying to let go of things is um, being okay with the fact that you might be really upset about some of these things, um, no matter how small it is. It might be a job interview that you went on and you really, really wanted this job and you never got to have that job or you know something, of, or you applied for a residency that you didn't get into, whatever it might be, no matter how potentially it might seem like it's small, I think, it's always important to acknowledge and have a lot of self-compassion for how you're feeling and be okay with the idea that you are gonna have go through all of these feelings, which by the way, is way easier said than done. So I, I'm not trying to minimize that by any means. But, um, and then I also think that um, 
I think also recognizing that there might be deeper stuff. Sometimes it's not specifically about this particular situation, especially if someone is having trouble moving on in a point, in a way that's actually functionally hindering you. So um, for example, if someone is, we'll use relationships as an example. If someone is staying stuck in a relationship for a year, or I'm sorry, getting stuck, not being able to let go for like a year after you only maybe dated the person for a couple months, again, not to minimize those feelings, those might still be valid and important, but I think trying to think about if this is potentially out of proportion to what happened, then looking for underlying stuff where this person is, or this relationship might've been a symbol of what was really important to you rather than it being the full story for why this was really important and, and trying to get to those deeper layers is really important too in the moving on process. Um, so I think there's lots of different potential layers that sometimes we need to process and they're not always fun, but a lot of- Absolutely, absolutely. And processing is essential, right? Taking the time to reflect, being mindful of, uh, of what happened to you, not sweeping it under the rug, um, is so, so important, right? Um, and again, I think we mentioned earlier, you know, accepting that it's going to take time. It could be tomorrow, it could be two days, it could be two years. Um, your journey is your journey. And I think it's important to be kind to yourself. And um, as long as there's forward progression in terms of how you're processing things, I think that's really important. Don't fixate necessarily on the timeline, fixate on progress, right? And taking it day by day. Um, one thing that I think we mentioned a little bit earlier was loving in the moment, right? Um, so not focusing on what could have been um, and not ruminating on what went wrong. I think that's that's really important. And then self-reflection, uh, not necessarily looking at what other parties did, but how you responded to it and how you can be better. Because ultimately, when you let go, you're telling yourself that there are better things ahead for yourself personally. Right. And I think that's important to recognize. Sometimes when we have difficulty letting go, a lot of it comes from a subconscious fear of uh, nothing better is going to come ahead. Yes. Right. Um, I think that's a fear that all of us have. Like, are these best days, uh, you know, are these best days behind? I think that's maybe something that I personally may have felt after residency, after I had so much fun. I'm like, oh no, you know, I'm never going to have this amount of fun in my life again, which is, again, a fairly negative outlook. Um, and it's something that I had to kind of process and come to terms with and say, hey, you know what? No, not necessarily. You had a great amount of fun in residency, but there's no reason why you have, you can't have better days ahead. What do you think about that? Anyway? Yeah, I think also um, recognizing all those th thoughts we may have had at different times and then recognizing that we were wrong about them, right? So maybe mm -hmm. like when I left college, I was like, oh no, you know, I can't leave college. This was such a great time. And then I did fine in med school and I had a great time in med school. And then, you know, I left med school and I went on to residency. And I think that recognizing those times where you were a little stuck, where maybe you had a really hard time letting go and acknowledging that you did, were able to let that go and you were able to move on and experience something else that was great and good, helps remind you that our feelings, I think are not always, um, are not always valid. They're not always our friends because I think our brain, again, really wants to keep us, um, wants to keep us in something that's certain and familiar. That's what the job yeah. of our brain is, I think, is to try to keep us into in something that's gonna keep us safe. And so I think recognizing and acknowledging sometimes that um, maybe our brain or our mind doesn't always have our best at heart. It's sometimes really just trying to keep us safe and that's it, but not 
really allowing us to grow sometimes, not really a lot wanting us to do anything that's potentially um, out of our comfort zone. And recognizing that just because our mind is telling us thoughts and just because we're having feelings doesn't actually mean this is always bad for us, I think can be helpful too. Again, it goes back to that narrative that we have potentially and challenging that narrative somewhat. Um, but I think the other thing too is constantly trying to remind ourselves about what did we learn from this experience. So what did we learn from letting go of something, uh, experiencing that thing as it was? We always learn something. So people may have heard of post-traumatic growth even. Um, the idea that even negative stuff that we might go through still teaches us something. And so I think focusing on that, what are the lessons I learned, what are the experiences I learned can maybe help somewhat in that process of letting go as well. Absolutely. Um, if I could just add something at the end, I feel like, you know, ultimately letting go it, the letting go is basically choosing yourself, right? And choosing your choosing to to be happy and choosing to put yourself first. Um, because ultimately, again, it is it is a form of growth. It is a form of evolution, right? And it is a way that you're telling yourself, look, this happened. I don't have to live by it. I can move forward and I choose to move forward, right? One of the persistent themes and I guess the persistent um, take home points that we always want to emphasize is the importance of choosing yourself, right? We're all social creatures, we're all here. We always want to take care of each other. But at the same time, we always have to recognize situations that could be uh, disadvantaged to, to ourselves and uh, basically hinder our own growth, right? I think that for me personally, that was probably that final step in terms of truly choosing to let go, right? So processing what's happened, accepting it, learning from the situation, and then ultimately choosing myself, right? And choosing to move forward. And in many ways, choosing to move forward not only benefits you, but benefits all around you, right? Um, all those who are part of the, the process, all those who are part of the decision, I think it's again it's important to recognize that we are a collective we're a social species right and ultimately when we see each other you know thriving when we see each other like moving on with our lives and letting go it in many ways in, inspires us to let go and move on as well right um so i think i just want to make sure that, that that's kind of like the add-on point at the end that you know it's important to choose yourself it is a sign of self-love and i think that's something that we're going to be coming back to over and over again in terms of our topics and, and our, our themes is, you know, self-love. The act of letting go is an act of loving yourself. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, right? Absolutely. Having self-compassion, having the ability to um, know that you're not going to make 100% uh, perfect decisions all the time in life. Like, for example, even with patients, I know one of the things that shows up a lot is um, if we make even one small error in the way you order something, you know, we might beat ourselves up about that for days to weeks. And hopefully most of the time there isn't a negative patient outcome, but I know a lot of physicians that have really beat themselves up when there, when there has been a negative patient outcome, which is understandable. I think most of us take a lot of pride in making sure we're taking care of our patients well, but also that level of, you don't want to, you want to try to find a way to not have it be something that then hinders you from ever being able to do that again, I think is what you're getting at too, Joe, is you don't want to then not be able to take care of patients anymore because you're so stuck in that one error that was made. Um, so I think it's finding that balance where you can still forgive yourself, still care for yourself, still be able to honor all the other, um, both yourself and also all the other people that you'll take care of or, or meet in the future as well. And 
all the other opportunities that you'll have as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, again, like any other topic we're going to delve into, it's, it's, there's so many layers to it. It's so broad. It's so expansive. Um, and there's more of a discussion to be had, right? Um, any final thoughts, Anila, in terms of uh, take-home points for letting go um, and uh, moving forward with life? I think just that, um, just to really reiterate, you know, we're not experts at this. I know I have a lot to learn in this, and I know Joe has also acknowledged that he's got a lot of stuff to learn with this. So I know some people who are listening have had a lot of experience with this, and they're fantastic at being able to let things go. Maybe they weren't always. Other people are still really struggling with this. This is where we really invite you to come join us. I really want to hear from what you have learned and what you guys have experienced and where the challenges are coming up. I think that through conversation and being able to be open about stuff like this is where we can all learn from one another and grow. And maybe we can um, use some of the tips and tricks that has helped, or maybe you can, you might be stuck in something and we can self-reflect and find that we're doing the same thing. So I think really just echoing the fact that this is a learning process for all of us. And I, um, anybody who's able to come and share their vulnerability, I just want to, you know, let you know it's a safe space and we thank you in advance for sharing your story with us as well. How about you, Joe? Is there anything else that you want to add that I'm um, No, I think we, we pretty much hit, uh, all the points that we want to discuss today. I feel like the conversation is still ongoing. I think one one last thing that I might want to just add on at the end is that it is something that we repeated earlier, but I think it's it's so important to reemphasize your journey is your, is your own and it's very personal. When it comes to letting go, it is easier for certain people. It may be harder for, for other people. And I think it's important to recognize that what you're actually letting go of can be so many different things. It could be something as simple as a small error, but it could also be something more significant and it could be something potentially more dangerous. And I think it's important for all of us, you know, as a society, as friends, as a community to recognize that and support each other as we go through the process of letting go, right? In a very non-judgmental fact, uh, in a non-judgmental manner um, that allows us to be open with how we're feeling and allows us to be honest with where we are in our process. So I think that's just really important. I think that's where we all need to learn to support each other as we go through that journey. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Showing up as you are, showing up with exactly yeah. the process you're going through right now. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on this second podcast. Uh, we'll, we'll continue to share more content and really looking forward to hearing what you have to say about this topic as well. Uh, we'll send out a, a message letting you know when we'll have our Zoom call for all of us to discuss. Um, keep growing with us, helping us grow as well, and we'll see you next time. Uh, hopefully everybody has really happy holidays and we're looking forward to helping you with letting go of things before the new year comes in. I'll maybe leave you, maybe I'll leave everybody with a question of just what's something you can see yourself leaving in 2021 that you don't want to bring in with you to 2022. And I think we still have about a couple of weeks or so of 2021 or maybe a week and a half or so of uh, 2021 left. And you can ask yourself, what's one small step you can take to be able to leave something in 2021 that you don't want to bring with you into the new year. So happy holidays to everyone and hopefully we'll see you guys soon. <laughs>